Here's a message from Ken Lavica. The Tebow experiment is done. His uh, professional pro sports fantasy camp should be over, and I don't think we're going to be looking too kindly back on the Tim Tebow pro sports experience. Joe Rigotti, hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 106.3. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. No, no, no. Stick around. Hang out with us. Cool. Yeah, we'll stay and hang around with you. It's Ken LaVeca Live on ESPN 106.3. Tim Tebow lasted one cut in Jacksonville. Rosters trimmed to 85 today, and the blacklist wonder Tim Tebow unable to make it into another week of training camp. He has left the Jacksonville Jaguars, and with that, it's time to put a bow on his professional sports career. Ken LeVick Alive, we're just getting started. Ken LeVick Alive featuring Coquel here on a Tuesday on ESPN 106.3, also the free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. Coming to you from the Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, legendary Phillips Point Towers, right off of the increasingly humid and disgusting intracoastal. Not the water, just the conditions. Joe Rigotti once again holding things down with us uh, here in downtown West Palm. And Coquel remains in day number 10 of COVID quarantine in his garage in Port St. Lucie. My friend, how do you feel? It's hot. It's hot in this garage. You need need EDS air conditioning. I do. I need to get them out here. They are the best. Because EDS is yes. Correct. Uh, so uh, this morning, as I'm scrolling through Twitter, I'm like, huh, where do we go today? How do we approach this show? What are we going to do on a Tuesday? And then it all came and it all hit me square in the face. From the heavens descended the news that Tim Tebow had been cut by the Jacksonville Jaguars. I want to make something abundantly clear right at the onset, okay? Tim Tebow, the man. Great human being, much better human being than I could ever strive to be. Makes a difference. Folks look up to him. Tim Tebow, the professional athlete, failure. Not good. Other than fleeting moments, his professional sports career, bad. And that is what we discussed today, the legacy of of Tim Tebow. His personal fantasy sports camp that he has uh, been living here since all the way back in 2010, it should come to an end now. Whether it's football, whether it's baseball, whether it's back to football, hell, maybe he wants to give hockey a shot. But that's a done deal. His, his professional sports career should be done. He is better utilized in other areas in society on this planet. He's just flat out not a good professional sports athlete. He did not translate what he did in college in any way, shape, or form to the NFL. And so today, on the day that Tim Tebow is released by the Jacksonville Jaguars, I ask, what is Tim Tebow's pro sports legacy? What is Tim Tebow's pro sports legacy? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Twitter has been lighting up today with this, and you can get at us at ESPN. West Palm. What is Tim Tebow's pro sports legacy? Of course, I have gotten a lot of feedback on social media today that this 
one singular individual play from all the way back in 2011. This is Tim Tebow, and this is his pro sports legacy. This is Tim Tebow's. Uh, go ahead, like, cut that off. Cut that off real quick. I think I forgot to send that to you. Coquel, I totally blew it. I totally blew it. <laughs> what you said totally it to me? I totally blew it. I, think I can't I play things from here. Kenny. I thought that I had sent Joe Rigotti the right thing. It's, of course, the 2011 Denver Tebow Broncos. rolls out, hits a receiver over Pittsburgh the middle for Steelers. a touchdown. Do we have it, Rigotti? Did I send that to you? No, I don't have it. Yeah, so we'll. Um, uh, I'm sure we can find it. I'll play it for you an, uh, as soon as Rigotti uh, is able to get it because I completely blew it in that spot. My radio legacy, also a failure. <laughs> very, very bad. 2011, we all know it. Uh, the, the 2011 playoffs, the wild card round, the Broncos get an 80-yard touchdown pass on the first play of overtime to Demarius Thomas to beat the Steelers and move on. So that, of course, is what I have gotten a ton of replies on today when I talk about Tim Tebow's pro sports legacy and when I ask what Tim Tebow's pro sports legacy is. But I'm sorry, you're not going to tell me that a 25th overall pick I'm sorry, you're not going to tell me that a first-round selection, him making one play in his career in the postseason, that is enough for me to say, ah, yes, that's Tim Tebow's legacy. Sorry, doesn't work that way. Not a transcendent Heisman winner, not a first-round draft pick. He was a pro sports failure. That's his legacy. Are you going to make me do it again? Go through Tom Brady's stats from the moment he met Tim, Tim Tebow. Go through Jason DeGrom's stats from that faithful Jacob, day in March. Jacob DeGrom. And his brother. That he had a catch. <laughs> that he had a catch with Tebow. Look at his numbers since. Yeah. I mean, look at this. Tebow is the ultimate winner from a small town in the Philippines, Ken. He's overcome the American dream as a Filipino immigrant to make it in professional sports in multiple sports. He's not an immigrant just because his parents were in uh, the Where Philippines on a Where mission doesn't mean his American-born parents on a mission in the Philippines doesn't mean that he's a Filipino immigrant living the American dream. For the fifth time, Coquel, in the last two months, that's not how that works. He's my hero. Okay, I understand that. It doesn't mean he was a good pro. And he's a lot of people's heroes. I'll acknowledge that. He's a great human being. As far as a football player is concerned, as far as an outfielder is concerned, bad. And because I teased it so mightily, here is <laughs> that 80-yard touchdown pass in the playoffs that I forgot to send to Joe Rigotti before the show started. Take it away, Joe. The Broncos have been in three overtime games this year. They want them all. Got him. Got him at the 40. It's Thomas at the 50. Stickler going three to the 30. To the 20. Thomas to the 10. There we go. Man, was that worth it. Jim Nance on the call, CBS. That was what many on social media, many on Twitter, are telling me is Tim Tebow's pro sports legacy. I think the dude was just flat out bad in the bad way. He was, as a first-round draft pick, 25th overall, he was a failure who could not stick with the team and had one discernible moment, and that was in the playoffs with a team that's defense took over that season, and uh, they were touched from above uh, to get all of the breaks that you'll ever see an NFL team get in that 2011 campaign. What is Tim Tebow's pro sports legacy? 888 760 3776. 888 
760-3776. And again, hit us up on Twitter at ESPN West Palm. So, Kokel, you can't tell me, okay, that a guy who spent three years in the NFL, he made three regular season rosters, okay, Mm -hmm. played in a handful of games in 2010. Then 2011 was far and away his most successful year where he made 11 starts. He went 7-4 in those starts, mm-hmm. uh, 123.5 passing yards per game, sacked 33 mm-hmm. times, had a completion percentage of 46.5. That's mm-hmm. vomit-inducing. 12 touchdowns to 6 interceptions. Mm-hmm. That, that season, that one play we just heard after a lot of buildup, that that counts as his pro sports legacy. I'm sorry. I'm not giving that to you. Not as a first-round pick. And then his baseball career, 222. Never made it. Never played a Major League Baseball game. Hit 222. Sorry. That's not a good professional sports career. It also doesn't help the legacy that the Steelers' starting safety was out for that game. Also, and all he did was hit DT on a slant, and DT did the rest of the work. Yeah, yeah, right. That was 60 yards after the catch. Exactly. Exactly. So, I, I again, I'm trying not to crap on the guy. I'm trying not to crap on the man. But there's going to be a lot today. Do we have – did I send you Sam Acho, Joe? Okay. I need to do Coquel. <laughs> Coquel, I'm like double-checking. I, I thought everything was good, and now I'm in real time having to check to make sure I didn't bomb this entire show. My test better come back negative. That's all <laughs> I I'm saying. I need Coquel back so badly from his COVID quarantine. Uh, Coquel, I want you to listen – to get up from this morning, this is Sam Acho on Tim Tebow. I love the fact that Tim Tebow actually went out for his dreams. Like, there's so many little kids out there who don't who, who say, man, well, the world told me not to do it, so I'm not going to, or my friends or my family. But this dude's like, you know what? I'm going to try it. I said I couldn't play baseball. I'm going to go play baseball. I said I couldn't play football. I'm going to go play football. I'm going to try quarterback. I'm going to try tight end. Like, I think people need to just kind of slow down and say, I'm going to block out the outside noise, and I'm going to take a big risk, even if it means me looking uh, getting embarrassed, right, by the media or looking bad on TV. It doesn't matter. Like, I'm going to go for it. Maybe it works. Maybe it doesn't. But, I mean, like, for little kids or for even people who are in adult life trying to make a transition, this move gives people hope because they see that I can try something and I may be great or I may not, but at least I can go for it. So, shout out to Tim Tebow. I respect uh, What a – what is that? I what love a, that. No, what a pie-in-the-sky bunch of nonsense that is. There wasn't any message about taking a risk and giving yes, people there is. Hope. No, there's not. The lesson that Tim Tebow taught us is that, hey, you should know somebody and whoa, they'll whoa, give whoa, you a whoa, chance. Whoa. How many guys did Urban Meyer coach in his career? He's not giving them all a chance. He earned his that chance from Urban Meyer by being a... The guy in the clubhouse that Urban Meyer wanted there while he set the tone in Jacksonville. No, 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 no. He's giving Tim Tebow a reward for rolling out a red carpet to him to Columbus. Sorry. Like, come on, Coquel. Come on. This was totally a, coach, coach, I don't want to hang it up yet, and I have FOMO. I, I want to I, I do something I should have done a decade ago, and that switch positions to tight end. Please, 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 please let I, me play big boy football. And Urban said, yeah, sure, great. It'll be great publicity. I think it's more of the Jaguars also talking to Tebow and saying, hey, we need you in our clubhouse. We need you in our locker room. 
Also, we need to take some pressure off of Trevor Lawrence. What can control the media for three months? How about we bring you in? We'll see what you can do. You make the team great. We're better off. You don't make the team. Not only are you not taking a 53-man roster, you're taking like a 102nd-man roster right now. The camps are so big that it didn't cost anyone anything. I think it was a smart move by Jacksonville and a great shot by Tebow because he knew he'd get made fun of. I think Acho actually makes a great point. He knew he was going to get made fun of, and he still took a shot at it, not caring. Hey, uh, Sam Acho gave a message to the kids today, and so I want to take this opportunity, me, Ken Lavica, to also send a message to the kids as well. Okay, I want you to listen up. If you're you're at lunch, I don't know why you would be <laughs> Dream, listening to the show. Streaming the show. Yeah, that would be very bizarre, and probably uh, you're not allowed to have phones. But kids, I want you to listen to me, okay? Kids, Tim Tebow, let this be a lesson. You do have hope. If you know the right people. What is Tim Tebow's pro sports legacy? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Kids, hope to have someone you can call that has a lot of pull and a lot of power. Hope that that's your hope, kids, okay? That's hey, kids. what Tim Tebow taught you. Hey, kids, we want you to learn something from this Tebow experience. Never try. Don't try just make a call. Steve is in Wellington. He's making a call. Steve is on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Steve? I hate to, to, to... Honestly, I think Sam is on to something. And I think, unfortunately, the attitude that you're taking is part of what's wrong with our culture, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, Ken. Because it, it, <laughs> it, 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 to some extent, yes, you're, you're correct. We're someone... But that is in every facet of life where someone makes a call where there's an opportunity. But at the same time, he had to have done something where someone said, you know what, let's give him a shot when he made that call. Yeah, he can sell jerseys. Like that, that's so, why he was able to get but, into Jackson. But, that, but, that's not, but that's not Tebow's fault. That's society's fault. That's our fault. That's not his problem. Yeah, so I'm the that's one trying to tear problem. Tebow down. So, why am I what's wrong with society, Steve? Mm-hmm. Like, so why are we blaming him? Why are we yeah. blaming him? Which is something that we all take advantage of. It's because he has a very him? chiseled jawbone and he's beautiful. Okay, that's why it's the Tim other, Tebow's fault. The other day when, 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 the, when the relief pitcher for the Yankees went to the manager and said, listen, guys, I'm going to hurt the team, so take me out. We're blaming him and saying he shouldn't do that. He should go out and hurt the team. But yet still when Tebow goes out and try. We're now blaming him for going out and trying. But did you see him try to block I, in that first preseason game? Was he really that's trying, not the, Steve? But it's not the point. That's not the point, though. You and I can see it, and we understand that. But maybe it's not for him. He has to find out for himself. Well, he did find maybe out. He, he got believes, cut today. He, right. So that's what we're saying. You want kids to believe in themselves, even though we know, like, we have our child. And you have your, your, your kids, and your kids go, Dad, I want to be a concert pianist. And every time you watch that kid take lesson and do it, they suck. You, you, you're going to be like, you're going to be like, no, you suck. No, you're going to say keep trying. You're going to give them all the hope. <laughs> yeah, I, I tell you what, I, you know I, what I am in the tough love, and Steve, I appreciate the call. If my girls do want to become concert pianists, first, <laughs> I'm going to tell them that's fine. But you're going to have to practice outside of the home because I'll be damned if I'm going to sit there for two hours every night and hear them practicing the piano. Okay, not until they get good. Until that point, uh-uh. I don't need them banging around on those keys, okay? I need to keep my sanity. It's daddy time when I get home. And listen, daddy time. Look, his Tebow's block was a good block. The one that went viral, he what did his job. What about the other one that was terrible where he basically olayed the left guard who was going to blow up and did blow up the running back? That one was no effort. 
Yeah, but the chip block. <laughs> Did you see the chip block? Yeah. I mean, come on. The yeah. way he lowered his shoulder that was to the fine. side of that guy's I, side. I tweeted. I tweeted that one was fine. Like, he did his job. And then there was the one where he just sort of stumbled forward, and that was that was it. That was it for him. He, he was not going to come back from that one. And I, I want to I send another, another message to kids as well. Okay, kids? I hope you committed the other thing to memory that I told you. Here's my next piece of advice for you Ooh. as well. Okay? Make sure you look good enough to sell jerseys. Okay? Get on that. Maybe you're off to an unfortunate start. There's still time to recover. Maybe it's not just his good looks, though. You know, how come he doesn't get any credit for just being a great person that teams want around? He does get credit for being a great person. Not from you, LaVica, the dredge of society. If I was a Jaguars fourth-string running back trying to make the team, I'd be pissed that Tim Tebow didn't block for me and just olayed the left guard so I got gobbled up and got cut today. What Maybe is, his assignment was to go down to the backer. I don't think you so. You weren't in the huddle. <laughs> I don't think so. Tim Tebow, this, Maybe this should he not happen. Maybe he knew it was God's plan for that running back to face that adversity and see how he can overcome it on the next play. By the way, speaking of that, we did get a special audio message today that, <gasps> uh, that was sent to us. Let's... Um, it, 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 was, it was a message for Tim Tebow. Not sure, why, not sure why it ended up on this show at this station. That's bizarre. But this is, this is what we received today in our show email. Wow. Hey, sport. It's your dad. Sorry the Jaguars <laughs> didn't work out, and sorry the football didn't pan out for you. Why don't you sit down and rest? Proud of you, bucko. P.S. Why don't you try hockey? See what the Florida Panthers are doing. Oh, that was sweet. That was really nice. A message from Tim Tebow's dad. For those of you scoring at home, that was supposed to be God. What is Tim Tebow's <laughs> pro sports? Like? I was like, Satan's got a weird music choice. <laughs> 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. What is Tim Tebow's pro sports legacy? I say bad. I say fail. Let's go to Lake Worth. That's where we find Kevin. Hey, Kevin, you're on Ken LeVick Alive. What's going on, man? Doing good, doing good. So... I want to preface this by saying I'm I'm a Miami Hurricane fan. I have Florida Gator family who were nonstop Tebow lovers. Mm-hmm. I just don't I don't get the like the hate. Like he was a fifth, not even fifth, six string tight end going to training camp. If you can name me a six string tight end that he took a spot from, more power to you. Then you can hate all you want. If it was your cousin who 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 is who is trying to get into well, the NFL, not bad and, news for you, Kevin. It was <laughs> Jimmy okay. Lavica. Yeah, good old Jim, man. Jimmy's worked really hard. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. So, that was that was childish. No, you're good. It's just it's just like I don't hear anybody complaining that Blaine Gabbert's still in the league when he he failed as a first round quarterback. I didn't hear anybody complaining about Matt Weiner when he was a because Blaine Gabbert like, didn't call in a favor to get back into the league. Uh, did he call him the favorite? Or yes. Did, were you on the phone How call? else do you were think you that Tim call? Tebow gets into Jaguars camp by saying, hey, guys, look at my blocking. Look at me. I'm a great tight end now. No, it's, hey, Urban, I want to give this a shot again. I'm done with my baseball career. I, I don't want to uh, uh, come to terms with reality. Can I come to camp? Like, that's how it went down. Okay. So, but why does it matter? It matters because, again, this you're is jealous. a guy. He's a six-string He's a stri- he's a six string tight end. We're gonna worry about yes because he's he's Why someone that makes headlines it? all the time. He's someone that knows he well, makes he headlines. headlines. This is someone who he doesn't make 
Yes, he does. Why but do you think it's the front the page of ESPN.com right now? Because ESPN your sixth, makes it a big deal. He your sixth-string tight end point doesn't work, though, when you're talking about Tim Tebow because he is. His mere name is news. He's a former Heisman Trophy winner. He's someone that needed security to walk through campus in Gainesville. He's a former first-round quarterback who 10 years ago should have seen the light and should have switched positions and failed to do so. And then this year, when his college coach comes to the NFL for his maiden voyage leading a team, that's when he decides, hey, I'm going to make the move. That, to me, is a little bit selfish. Right, but when he signed, it's not, Tim Tebow's not making it about him. He signed, ESPN made a big deal about it, you didn't hear about it for three weeks after that, he gets cut, and now it's a big deal again. Tim Tebow wasn't being paraded out there. He wasn't getting interviews. He wasn't do, he wasn't performing interviews. He was mm-hmm. in camp. He was doing his job, and then he was cut, and it's a big deal again. Well, he was if doing he his job up today, until the preseason. You would not be caught. Yeah, but, but Kevin, let me ask was, you. Let me ask you the the original question though. What is Tim Tebow like? His his legacy as a pro sports athlete. You're you're from a Gator family. You've been fed Tebow propaganda. What is his legacy as a pro sports athlete? Obviously, it's a failure. Like it's not. It's not to the point to where he was made out to be this. You know, the second coming of Jesus Christ. Like like Florida Gators made him out to be. <laughs> but I'm not going to like like I. He he is what he is. If he wants to keep trying and is giving him these opportunities, I'm not going to hate on the guy. I mean, we're talking like people like Keyshawn Johnson who can't pronounce the word series are the are the flagship radio show who he doesn't know anything about. Baseball, basketball, hockey. He's a football player, and he got the job at ESPN because his name's Keyshawn Johnson. Well, and he got he's the job hate on a guy like Tim Kevin, Tebow. He got the job because he's it entertaining. Make sense to me. He got the job because he's, he's entertaining. entertaining. More importantly, Kevin, one more question: Do you also think Ken is what's wrong with society? I'm just taking a tally. No, I'm not. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to say he's what's wrong with. You, we can be honest, and I feel like we came to some common ground. I feel right, like so that one, one. in a world that's so divided, Kevin and I did come to a common ground on Tim Tebow's pro sports legacy. I feel like that's what's right with society. Yes, Stephen Wellington. What is Tim Tebow's pro sports legacy? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tony is in West Palm. Tony, you're on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, Tony. What's going on, Levicka? What's going on? Hey, real quick, if I could just say Keyshawn got the job because he's awesome. Yeah. He does a great he job. Rules. Or, uh, Agreed. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so listen, real quick, I got the redemption song for Tim Tebow. The redemption song for Tim Tebow is uh, it, it's a ring with Jake Paul. I want to see Tim Tebow <laughs> and Jake Paul yes! go at it. Woo! I love it. I love that. <laughs> he knocked Christ out Jake Paul. Man, I, all right, so, he, yeah, I was going to say, like, if if he if he went in there and knocked out Jake Paul, I would start to believe that there was some sort of heavenly impact that was taking place, okay? But let's, let's – so, so Tebow has balked the hell up. I will give him credit. That dude – that dude chiseled his body into just bedrock, right? Like, he looked like a force out there. He just can't block. He doesn't know his yep. assignment, doesn't know what he's doing. He's sort of a blockhead. But, man, that dude is just pure granite. I would love to see him do that. And he could go and preach and do all these things and talk about the gospel and then get in. I mean, Tony, to be quite honest, I think you've brought something legitimate up hey, here. I'm a, I would probably pay for it. Let me tell you yep. real quick. Yep. What is Jake Paul gonna? I mean, uh, uh, which one, Logan and Jake? I don't know who's who. They're just both dopes. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. 
Hey, listen, what's he going to, like, how's he going to get at Tebow? Like, is he really going to, like, grab a Bible and, like, really piss Tebow off? I don't think he wants it. No, <laughs> I really no, I agree. How do you trash talk Tebow? Like, how do you trash talk him? Like, oh, Moses didn't fully part the sea. Like, how do you trash talk him? I don't know how that works. Tony, appreciate the call, man. That's a great hey. idea. That is a great idea. I love the Jake Paul boxing match idea. And, and Coquel, which one's the good one and which one's the sucky one? Logan Paul was the one who fought Floyd Mayweather, right? He's the sucky one. I have no idea. I, know, I, think I didn't Jake, know there were, I didn't know there yeah. were two people until like three weeks ago. Rigotti's giving me the heads up, and Rigotti's much smarter than us uh, on that. Because Jake Paul is boxing Anderson Silva, which is going to go wildly bad for Jake Paul. Jake Paul also boxing Tyron Woodley uh, if, as well. If Tebow did venture into this boxing world, would he then be made fun of as like a complete circus guy or would people appreciate that he's now trying this because I, I feel like people would rip on him even though I think it would be the no I personally think it would be the coolest thing in the world if he fought both of the Paul brothers. no but but going to do this celebrity boxing thing that has taken place like that that is in and of itself just circusy people are acknowledging that you know it's over for you and so you're just trying to to get some shine in the latter part of what athleticism you have left. To me, I'd be much more okay with that than I was him throwing a call to Urban saying, hey, come let me play football and, and play a different position because I want my, my personal pro sports fantasy camp to continue. Like, I'd be totally okay with him boxing. I, I truly adore that idea. What a great call by Tony. What is Tim Tebow's pro sports legacy? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And hey, Ken Levick Alive is presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, fau.edu slash MBA Sport. And I got some really good news yesterday because someone that I know very well, someone that uh, I, I met at FAU and she went on to do great things in in the state of Texas, but she is also someone who has her MBA in sport management at Florida Atlantic. That is Rachel Rodriguez. She has a new gig where she's now the director of student athlete development and life skills at East Carolina. So she's headed to the American and she is going to be a significant part of that athletic department and want to know why she gets these opportunities, want to know why she's thriving right now. It's because she got her MBA in sport management at Florida Atlantic. Dr. Jim Reardon, just making dreams happen. He sets the base. She said yesterday, hey, they set the foundation. That's what he does. He and his professors teach what you need to know to get into the sports industry. They're going to bestow the knowledge upon you. These professors, they're in the sports industry. They're currently working in it. They're not from 15 years ago where their ideas and their approaches are antiquated. This is now. This is 2021. This is what you need to know to get into the sports industry. FAU.edu slash MBA sport, the FAU MBA sport management program. You can take courses remotely or you can take them on campus in Boca Raton. Sign up for the spring semester classes now rachel rodriguez another shining example of uh success that comes when you have your mba in sport management from florida atlantic here's the website it's never too late to switch careers and get into the sports industry and get that mba fau.edu slash mba sport that's fau.edu slash mba sport the fau mba sport management program now based off of tebow Cocal, i did some research and I know that's rare that I put some effort in, mm-hmm. but I did some research and I looked at the last four Heisman winners who played their college football in the state of Florida. And there's a legitimate discussion to be had about who 
ended up with the best pro football career. And let me tell you, it's rough. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.